Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Welcome to a very special episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arda Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. I am I am going on a little journey, and I have made custom trophies Uh for Brian Safi's birthday, we're going to make a party. We don't we don't really know many people and we're going to befriend people while we're there. And then we're going to do a party where they have to play a game that we've created called Best in Town. And we're going to find out who the best in town is. And one of the things is when people are going to have to give a speech about how much Brian has influenced their lives at the party. And none of them have ever met Brian yet. So that will be one of the things that you can get points for. Anyway, for those of you listening, you're like, I don't know what she's talking about. That's fine. <laughs> I have not left my house in 15 months and that's what you do when you've been in a pandemic you buy custom trophies you guys dr banana can you believe what's happening is this the podcast crossover that america didn't know that it needed uh yeah i don't (laughs) think they're ready here's the thing look let me just break it down i made some friends over the pandems and um, they are our new rookies of the season, okay? We have complete rookies, and they are our rookies of the season, and they should be forewarned that Doug Benson, who was our last rookie of the season, got in so deep that he went and stayed at the hotel that The Bachelor was filming at, oh and God. then he became the rookie <laughs> of the year. Like, he's deep in. So I'm just warning you, you can, you can be a one and done, but I'm just giving you a little bit of crack to try. Just a little tiny bit today. Just a little taste will do you. These gentlemen, if you have not heard me on their podcast, these two men host a podcast that is honestly, if I if I could just be like Andy Richter on their podcast, like if I would never say no. If they ever... They have the most fun podcast I have ever been on. It is the most fun podcast to listen to. It's wildly popular. They host a show called Doughboys. And if you're not familiar with it, they review fast food restaurants. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm a hungry girl who loves flavors. And I first one I did with them was Cheesecake Factory. And I was I was hooked. It was problematic. It was problematic. And um, I've done it a few times since. And then I just adore them so much that I was like, you Gotta watch the vet. You've got to be our rookies of the season. Um, Nick Weiger was also, he's also a writer. He was a writer on At Midnight, which is a show that I did. And yet, somehow he was like, don't put me on Arden's. I'm not going to produce Arden. He was also a writer on Sarah Silverman's show, I Love You, America. Mike Mitchell, excuse me, he wrote the Frasier sketch that I did on Jonah Ray's show. Uh, uh, what was it? Hidden America? Hidden America? Hidden America. Hidden America. Yep. But he's also like a movie star. He's out in a movie right now called The Tomorrow Wars. But you have to listen to Doughboys. It's the most fun thing ever. I love it so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger. Doughboys. Thank you. What an intro. What an intro. Yes, I loved it. This is a podcast crossover. I mean, both of us like kind of trashy things. Sure. And we put our love of trash and like made a business out of it. 
you can't you can't be the Andy Richter next to us. You you're 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 your own. You're you deserve the host seat. Well, I appreciate that, but if you ever need somebody just to come in and be like a nice sidecar about if you're like, oh, you know, we got to go, I don't know, I don't know what, what like Arby's, we got to go, somebody's got to eat Arby's, like somebody bailed, like, you know I'm driving to Burbank, ASAP, <laughs> get me that roast beef sandwich, like. Well, the dough, the Doughboys listeners love you, you're, you're, oh, you're, yes. you're, fan you're favorite one of the immediately. Fa- fan favorite immediately, Ugh. and yeah. You helped us during the the, the doathon when we lost That's our right. minds. You basically just did that show on your you yeah. and and Paul F. Tompkins and and John Hodgman. Was that the yeah. trio? Yeah, that was that the was, trio. I was actually I saw I saw that <laughs> Nick. I feel like had on a headband like the Karate Kid, and like I, did. I saw did. that there was I saw there was like a faraway look in his eyes, like he'd seen yeah. some shit. Like <laughs> like I knew even to joke about it that he was past that point. Like I knew. I, you know, when you see your friend in trouble and you know, like you can't even, yeah. you can't even like even touch it a little bit. I saw that you were not okay. <laughs> and I believe Mitch, you had just made like a pizza and eaten it off of the floor. Yes. <laughs> I, we were both in like, we were both in different states of some like of, of like animals that were about to die. Nick was just like the, his look in his eyes were dead and he was quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And I was very like, uh, I was like, like crazy. I was kind of like hyper and like yes. trying to keep up, but was just like, <laughs> clearly no. dying no 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 yeah. i would i'm wired like you i would have just powered through in a way that was clearly not okay but i would have kept going and i believe i said i would eat that floor cheese pizza I think. <laughs> you did you, you did say you would eat it <laughs> it, looked remember, ve- it was very good it was a it very looked good, really good it was like a bar pizza and i remember I, jason mansukas who's like a germaphobe was on right before me and he was so grossed out yeah and then i had to do some soul searching <laughs> waiting in the wings and i thought I'm not grossed out. <laughs> like I should be. No. But that was, it was like just... a soul of like who I am. I was not grossed out. Uh, to be clear, the, the block of cheese fell on the floor for just this, just the, the it was it was the five second rule in many ways. Yeah, it was it's fine. like a Tuesday. Who go. cares? Also with us today, we have Doctor Banana, Doctor Tana Banana. You and I, we had quite a Fourth of July. We went to Lacey's birthday party, Fourth of Julacy. We mm-hmm. hung with Miles. We hung with the Sentinel. I felt like the Will You Accept the Throws podcast group really represented. Yeah, we were real party goers. Surprising. I got. I got, we were party goers. We had outfits on. Lacey's mom yelled at me, but I was fine. But I kind of, I kind of was like getting scolded by an, a, a mom it was like kind of my sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it. Well, I know, gentlemen, was this your first time ever watching The Bachelor at all? Is this your first intro to the franchise? No. Yes. Oh, okay. I, for me, me, it's yes. I mean, I've certainly seen clips of, yes. but, but actually watching an entire episode and I watched the whole season up to this episode and watched this yeah. episode as well. I yeah, can't believe it. it. Yeah. It's because uh, he's, he's a professional. You, as you should have too, <laughs> Mitch. As you should have too. No, Thank no, you, no, Nick. no. Thank you. You're my favorite doughboy, Nick. No. Wow. I I make the floor pizza. I thought you're right. You're right. You're, it's my floor pizza buddy. You know what? No floor pizza buddy left behind. You're absolutely right. By the way, I, 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 I want to give you an extra shout out because you were such a good guest and basically host of the show. And Nick, I don't know if you feel the same way, but for me, it was like when you are like, it felt like how babies babble. Like when I was talking, I felt yes. like I was like being like, boo boo. Like I felt like I was doing that again. 
Like I now, felt like I was truly just making baby speak. So you so, were you were amazing. Well, thank you so much for our listeners. Basically, you guys, how much money did you raise for restaurant workers? How much? It was a telethon, but it was like a twi- you were on like hour twenty three or twenty four, right? When I yes, came we. On. Uh, I could, I could, I could, we I could. did a 25 hour telethon, uh, which was mm-hmm. on Twitch. We live streamed the entire time. Mitch and I took breaks, but it was not like we like got like a good night's sleep or anything like that. No, I, mean, I didn't sleep awful. at all. I don't. I don't awful. think you you really slept at all either, bitch. I I, I will say this the whole I, time. I I have not been the same since we've done it. But I, no, I, I will. I will. That. Yes, I get that. I, I, I will also say that we raised enough money for uh, maybe one helicopter ride on The Bachelor. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. You know what? We're going to do a telethon for that, too, because they've got to get back to the helicopter rides. These balloons in the forest is like, we got to get that budget back. So here we, we, we raised we raised over two hundred thousand dollars, which which uh, went to the restaurant workers relief fund, and and uh, and so that was that was great. But probably yeah. around what a helicopter ride costs, right? Maybe less than that. I to rent a helicopter for the day, less than that. Less than that. By yourself? I don't know. Tana, Dr. Banana, how much does it cost to rent a helicopter for a day? Uh, you rent them all the time, right? Uh, yeah, You're great with your, your, your money. You're great with your money. I feel like maybe you could rent one for like 75 grand. 50 grand for like that an sounds, hour? That sounds right. 50 grand sounds 50 grand like for like, like four hours. Because they do it all but the time like... In like Hawaii, you could go look at like the, but right. you're probably with people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, boy, the sole possession of a helicopter for an entire, and then also like it's like probably like a like there's a premium because it's like a camera helicopter, a right? camera helicopter. Mm, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I, I think it's probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was six figures. It's it's definitely yeah. pretty pretty pricey. Damn. I will say that I do think that the Bachelor franchise does a lot of swaps. So like for example, mm. when they go to. You know, like what isn't Ohio? Is that the show me state? You know, they're, they're like, like, mm-hmm. so you have to keep going. They're like, wow, show me. Like, I think they do a lot of trades. So, like, if you had a helicopter okay. company and they kept, I don't feel like they pay for a lot of things. I feel like there's a lot of swaps. That's sure. my gut. That's my gut feeling. Well, here I, we I are. Got, yes. I got to tell you that, that I, so there's two ways that I've watched The Bachelor. One, okay. I turn on the TV one day and the in the bachelor like it was the bachelor or the bachelorette where they were at like the Celtics training facility. Great. And so I I recorded the episode like I sure. recorded the whole episode just to see it and Naturally. I've never it's in it's in my DVR. I have not watched it for like over a year. I don't know. This is like a season or two ago, maybe last season or the season before. Uh, or maybe three seasons ago. I know. That I feel like that was Hannah Brown. I think that was the Hannah Brown mm. episode. I because I feel like that was when they went to Rhode Island, and then I think she went on a date. I think she went with Jed, the dog, the dog food commercial jingle guy. I think they went to the Celtics, wow. and I feel like she made out at the Celtics. You're going to be disappointed I, 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 if you're looking for Larry Bird. You're going to be very disappointed. I, I was, I was like, I did. I recorded it as a Celtics fan, but besides that, <laughs> that's very one sweet. of my. One of my early jobs in L.A. was uh, not not too early, but pro- this is probably at least a decade ago, uh, like 2010. I was I, I did a bachelor recap show me and me and a couple birthday boys, Jeff Dutton, Mike okay. Hanford. Who else worked on it? Maybe Ferguson or Calpacas. I don't know who was on it. Chris Van Arstel did like I think he did like he directed it or edited it or whatever. But it was Jake Pavelka hosted it. Jake, Jake, the Bachelor yes, the, recap. The Bachelor. So the, you did, the, did it. You you wrote on it. 
we re, we we it was like one of those like online shows it was the bachelor recapsular we we like we so sat- you really you actually have been deep in i mean that's like <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you i don't remember a single thing about the show like I like rewatch watching it now mm. was like watching it for the first time i don't even i just remember jake pavelka was in it we were just like watching and just trying to make like writing jokes as we as we would we'd watch the episode live and then we'd yeah. record and then the episode would come out like that night or whatever. So that's what that's that's what it was basically. It was yeah. just like a panel show. Like no, it YouTube? was just like like Jake Pavelka hosted and he's like it's the bat. Like he would recap the episodes. I so like it would just like, be him and you'd write you're writing jokes for him. We'd write jokes for him. We did like weird jokes okay. where like. We like like uh like we wrote like Jake Pavelka in the house tonight. This is this will yeah, show yeah, you yeah, 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 the yeah. era of comedy it was. It. And and and, and oh, that sounds pretty timeless. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Dude, quite honestly, you could just fill my name in. I'd be so happy. Anna looks happy to see. Anna, what do you got for our price? How much if we if um, I want to take the birthday if I wanna go, if I wanna go for like a ride. For my birthday, it'll cost you between twelve hundred to three k an hour. Wow. That's not bad. That That's not feels, as bad as I thought. You know what? Anybody out there who wants to look like a real baller, you want to impress a date? That's that's not bad. That's not terrible. Yeah. Well, here we are. We're you better back hope in- that works. That was if that's like your first date and it's not. I mean, you're like, you <laughs> yeah, don't you were like, end I up dating spent, that person. I spent like the amount of like a four season suite on this one hour. Like. <laughs> You better hope that works. Now, I know I told you beforehand, but you need to know, normally they're traveling the world. This one, here we are. We're stuck at a Hilton or a Hyatt. We might even be at a Hyatt, I believe. I think it is in, a Hyatt, yeah. We're at a Hyatt oh, in Albuquerque. Boy. And um, so here we are, and she's, we see Katie, our bachelorette, talking to Caitlin, the former bachelorette, about should I let should I let Blake in? And so she, you guys need to know, it was a very controversial thing. When Caitlin was the bachelorette, she let in Nick Vial, who's like now been on every franchise of The Bachelor. He he'd already been on. They'd been like DMing each other. He slid in late in the season. He boned her before the fantasy suites. They have audio wow. of it because they're such dirt bags that they played it. So you hear like, uh, like you heard it, wow. right? And then um it was They left like, their mics on. Oh, they will get they're they're gonna get yeah, the ABC. Oh my Oh they're like you are never not mic'd and they're gonna air everything. And (laughs) and then and then he came in, he was the runner up, but he was like it was like the first controversial like sliding in. Wouldn't you say that's correct, Dr. Banana? Sorry. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was muted. Yeah. Definitely. She looks so. She looks so stunned. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That was. So the, so now Blake is auditioning to be the Nick Vial, and so she found out that Caitlyn's guys were mad, and um, so then all the guys are like giving each other back cracks, hanging out at like at their Hyatt, hanging out in the room, and in comes Tasha, and she's like, "You guys, her journey's about to change. She needs to explore this potential. A person from my past, reach out. That man will be here soon." Um. Did you think it was a lot of build up for a very sort of a small, small payoff? Mitch, how did you feel mm. about this sort of announcement? <laughs> I well, I liked that Blake was a wildlife manager. That's like yes. that is the one thing that I did enjoy about Blake was that he was a wildlife manager, which I was like, hmm, I don't know what that means exactly, but I like it. Um, I was more than anything confused by it all. I, 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 I didn't. Blake isn't my type. 
look, I found out the one person that I really like on the show over the course of watching this episode. And it's not the Blake type. I don't like this guy to come in and, 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 and take over and, and, who did you like the the hurt dad or Andrew S? I liked I liked Mike A. The, the, that's the the widowed the the, the yes. widowed yeah the, the hurt dad man. yes yeah, he came, dad. he had a great episode he came he played strong t- last night yeah um, Michael A. Michael A. is like the like I'm like this is this seems like the only the rest of them seem evil in many like Blake is bad and then of course Hunter. He kind of yes. looks like Josh. He looks like Josh Brolin. Yes. Kind of like a Josh yes. Brolin. Oh, like that's who it is. Yes. I was that's- like, when Allie and I were watching, my wife and I were watching, we're like, who does that guy look like? And we couldn't play some specific. We, we, got, we got a pretty a good bit, tweet. But- I will say somebody said, be nice to Hunter. He's the baby boy of Ron Perlman and Ben Stiller. <laughs> That's, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty, pretty good too. That's pretty good. I thought that was a pretty good, accurate tweet. My, 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 to me, he looks like the guy from Twilight. You know, the guy. He looks like the guy Taylor in, Lautner. That's who Taylor we, Lautner, we thought, the yeah. shapeshifter, Ta- the, the werewolf. Yeah. Taylor Lautner, but there was a lot of there was like Josh, Bro- like a clone. You know, an alien resurrection. Yes. Sure. Where they like the clones of Ripley. He seems like one of the clones of Brolin. He like he's like a kind of a. <laughs> He's a thing. He's a Thanosy looking motherfucker, and I don't like yeah, him. He's right. I don't. I don't yeah. like him. He's no, no. He's mean. You're, you're correct. Uh, my one of our uh, Miles, one of our uh, person who comes on and does our show. He thinks he looks like he owns um, like a non licensed MMA gym, like in his yard that he just has like, people like fight in his yard, like but he doesn't have permit an unpermitted right. MMA gym. So she comes in. There's tension already. Blake comes in to meet the guys, and he's like, "Look, guys, the only reason I'm here is for Katie. She was hesitant in the beginning, but like, yes, technically it's the third bachelorette." I've tried for, but like, you know what? I've never met anyone like Katie. So all that he gets the one-on-one date. All the guys are pissed. Katie shows up. She's like, are you guys cool? And there's awkward silence. She's like, I'm sorry. We have good chemistry. And then the animal wildlife manager goes, turns out terrified of horses. Nick, were you surprised that this wildlife manager was terrified of horses? Insane reveal. I mean, yeah, I, I it was weird because he seemed like an outdoorsy sort of guy. And it seemed like this He's was Canadian. going to be the state was. Yeah, it seemed like the state was going to be tailor made for his strengths. And then for him to just not want to be I, uh, on a horse. That said, I also am terrified of horses. Me too. Like, I get, like, oh get me away God. from those things. Terrified. Because I don't. I don't want to be bit by one of those. No. I don't want to be kicked by one of those. No. That's a one shot. That, that's like that's just like a you can Agreed. be killed. They're a huge one, one and they're kick alive. In your bed. Agreed. You know what I you know what I would call know what I would call it if you got kicked to death by a horse? One perfect shot. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Collins said she wanted to be killed by an animal in the like magnolia section at a target. (laughs) That her happiness, she wanted to be like sat on by an animal, like crushed to death, but like in the home section at Target. I just pictured Nick getting kicked, like one perfect shot, but like around like throw pillows in the middle of a Target would be so spectacular. Yeah, that's perfect. So they go on this date and he he's super horny. And I don't know. I have to say like they're they're making out. They're making out all over the hay, which is like fun and good for them. That's great. And the, like meanwhile, yeah, they really go at it. They were really going at it. And so her, much making out. 
Now, Nick, you've watched the whole season, so you know Greg, who looks like, to me, Fred Savage. He feels like a Fred Savage 90s child star. He's the one that went on the date by the bucket with the river. His dad has also died. He's got the 90s hair. He's freaking out. He's like, I hope they don't have chemistry. Meanwhile, they're covered in hay. And... um, and yeah. he's like – and they're like, we're the same. I don't know if it's good or not, but we're both sex positive. I'm going to throw this out there. I don't think it's super brave for a straight white guy to declare that he's sex positive. <laughs> Isn't that – like just the phrasing of that is almost like – it's like okay, – right. like, there's nothing wrong with being like super horny. But I don't think anybody's ever like shamed this guy for like getting around. Like do you think – to me, I feel like he's a little bit – Anna, you're shaking your head. Do you think he's glomming on and being like, I'm also super horny, but I'm sex positive now? Like, No, I mean, remember the, when he was on Tasha slash Claire's season, he literally sculpted a penis out of clay. Yeah, he got he a boner during a meditation session. This guy is – he. I mean, if I were to think like, oh, yeah, like – he is sex positive. Like he, he, the way he was smiling when he had his boner. This was last season. He was literally he like on a date so comfortable had, with having a boner had, in front of he everybody. Had like a, he had like a huge boner in front of this lady with crystals, like just lying down, smiling with this huge boner. <laughs> While he was meditating. Yeah, yeah. He, they were and they showed this. Sort of, they showed this on, well, on ABC. They put a black like a black, like a big it. black oh, okay. box that they exaggerate to be like it's a huge yes. boner. But they yeah. had to like oh, do an God. art project because again it's all like COVID, so they had to like make, go make sculptures of or like art pieces representing themselves, and he just made like a huge boner. <laughs> Dear Nick. Lord. Um. So did you find uh? Like, did you? How did you find his vibe on a date? Like, well, like, uh, if you were taking out a a, a gal, like, uh, like, did you? How did you find his manner on his on the date? He, I thought the whole thing for me, especially because he's this is like his third go round. Yeah. I, I the whole thing to me reeks of opportunism. It yeah. reeks of, of like I like being a part of the Bachelor franchise and. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's horny as shit and, you know, he wants to make out with this attractive woman. But I think I don't buy that. Like he is like, I'm there for Katie. I'm there. I may- That's maybe a thing he's rationalized and convinced himself of. But I don't buy that's his actual motivation. Yeah. I think you're right. Yes, Mitch. I thought it was funny that the guy had who had a, I, I was just laughing at the other bachelor who had to read the card that was like, oh, yeah, like he was like Hunter, like a. Or or Blake, I'm sorry. Blake is like yeah. going to spend time with Katie. Let's make up for lost time. Like, why do they? Why does this poor other bachelor have to read this card about the guy? Like the love note from from Blake I to know. Katie. That's it good TV. Make any, That's good TV. That's good I TV. like that. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. But, uh, but but one, my thought was is like you're afraid of a horse. You're an idiot. But then also uh, like Wagger, uh, how can you be afraid All of right. a horse? Sir? But he's also why he's an animal. He like he deals in animals. Yes, he works with them. And he's afraid of a horse, but he's not afraid of his giant boner that he's going to smile at you while he has it when he goes and meditates. I don't know. I like him even less now that I hear he has a giant boner. Um, but but uh, but I, uh, I'm <laughs> mad at him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, how big would that? They, how big would a- that black bar be for you, Mitch? A- <laughs> Talking ABC, like a pixel. A- <laughs> ABC might have been being kind to him. Right. I don't. I think they were more like I don't know so much. At, that it was like his actual boner was so giant. 
I think it was more that his lack of embarrassment about it was just like completely at ease. Like, yeah, yeah. I got relaxed and I got excited. Like, what? Excuse me. <laughs> that, and, yeah. My my thought is is like one. I did. There were there were there were a couple of thoughts. Of one, I was like, oh, this hay making out is looks uncomfortable like get yeah. off the hay yeah. for god's sake it looks hay. like it, it looks fucking uncomfortable yeah but i was watching katie's body language there and she seemed like she like was shaking a little bit i was like she's into she's she into, was into it. it she Super was definitely into, this. into it she yeah he came in hot as a contender i will say like mm. he did disrupt the game i think so basically the way it works the final four are hometown. So normally we would fly to your hometown. You go to you'd go to Massachusetts, meet Mama. You know, you'd go like oh, you meet your friends. You go get the flavor. She'd cook. You know, whatever. Like you know, we'd go we'd go to Southern California. We'd be like, he's a surf guy. Like now, your family <laughs> and friends would be like quarantining in a bubble at the Hyatt, and then you try right. to recreate. Like this is Southern California in the desert. Like here's a surfboard. I also cactus. I, I like. I like this world where Nick and I are also in the final four. Nick and Nick and I are have made it to the final four. You're definitely in the. Don't even kid yourself. Of course, you're in the final four. So then the final three is fantasy suites, where you have the opportunity to go to the bone zone if you would like. Usually at like a sandals. Usually in like Jamaica, and then uh, then one person gets cut, and then it's the final two. So that's that's sort of the name. Of, that's the name of the game. That's our March Madness. Um, I think he's going to for sure make it to Fantasy Suites. I think he's going to be final two, Dr. Banana. Wow. I, I do think he goes – I think he gets as far at least to hometowns and then I think She's going to sleep with it. He's yeah. going to go Fantasy Suites. Oh, yeah. So. I yeah. think – so um, will the vi- will the vibrator make a little? Will the vibrator make a cameo? Is the vibrator? Uh, have we seen it yet? Will he bring his seen- boner sculpture back? We <laughs> he's gonna bring it. He's gonna make a, a new paper mache one for the for the for the fantasy <laughs> I made some. I made a piece of art. Um, I think we saw a vibrator when didn't when Heather McDonald didn't when when people had to like write what they would do to her to make the virgin cry. Oh yeah, right. I think we saw a vibrator when the virgin cried. Mitch, you missed it. So the guy later on at the uh, football game that goes awry or whatever that bash ball game, uh, the guy that was trying to get to first base, the kiss. He's thirty one and he's a virgin, and he had they they they're the they're the meanest. Don't ever if when you go on The Bachelor, don't tell them your secrets because they'll find out you hate horses and then they'll put you on a horse or they'll find out that you're a virgin and then they'll immediately make you reveal that you're a virgin because you're supposed to talk sexually about what you're going to do to someone. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think the vibrator will come back, Dr. Banana, for the uh, for the fantasy suites? Do you think we'll hear it anywhere or no? (laughs) Oh, we'll hear it. I don't know if it'll actually be there, but the editors are ruthless, so I'm sure they'll somehow bring it back. I can't wait for that. Um, so then they go on the dinner date, and they're like, I can't stop smiling. Me too. This is a good thing. We're the same. I don't know if that makes it a good thing or not. And then he goes, well, it makes you so open and sex positive. Now, I don't think he was expecting this response. I actually felt like... This felt like a much more natural. I I was I just felt protective of her in the black box theater with Nick Vial the last time. So I felt I wanted I feel protective of her. Um, 
just I appreciate her honesty and just her terrible story, you know, that 10 years ago that that I appreciate that she's open that it hasn't always been this way. She wasn't like I just was born this way and um, this friend did not receive consent and that she had guilt. She felt like it was her fault. So she pursued him to try to make it a relationship. Um, and then she had an unhealthy relationship with sex. She didn't want to have it. And then the Me Too movement happened and she – was sort of able to kind of take ownership and not have any shame anymore. And um, I actually felt like his response to it was, I felt like he handled it well. And he was like, I'm really sorry to hear that. I will be mindful of the topic. I'm very sex positive. He's reiterated that numerous times. But he was like, I don't want you to feel scared. I want you to be fully you. I felt like he handled it really like gracefully and that I felt like she felt comfortable with him. Mm. I don't think he's a skeevy guy. I think he's a horny guy, but he doesn't feel like a creep, like, you know, and I think they like each other. I think they like each other too. I, 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 she's fallen for his kind of goofy Canadian accent that comes out sometimes, but, but I, but uh, I shouldn't say anything. I'm from Boston, but (laughs) I love accents. (laughs) I love them. But, but, but it was a very serious conversation and that's in, you know, that's probably a hard thing for her to have. And then also a hard thing for him to respond to. And yeah, they both, they both did a, a good job. And then, and then in a very funny bachelor way, like, Followed by a concert by whatever his name is, Lane oh, Hardy or whatever. Lane yes, Harry. Right. <laughs> Lane, Lane, Lane Harry or whatever. Like it was like a very serious moment. Then like this weirdo Lane Harry is on stage singing a concert you're moments a- later. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I will say here's the irony. So there's been one that we've joked about for years on our podcast and that they, 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 so there was a band that was like, and oh my God, it's Tennille Arts. The irony is now Tennille Arts actually has like a number one country song. Like we've made jokes about bands that nobody's ever heard of for years based off of like the Lane Harry one time was Tennille Arts. And now they've actually, who knows, maybe in four years, Lane Harry is going to be killing I'm, I'm buying stock. I'm buying yeah. stock in Lane Harry right <laughs> you now. Here. You, it's going to be a long haul. You're going to keep it for a while because it's not going to go up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel like, though, you know, I was resistant to him at the beginning. He is mm. not my type. I am. It is number three. I agree with Nick that I don't trust his reasons just being there for her. I did feel like over the course of their day, they did kind of like fit together. And in a oh, weird sure. way, even though I'm like, I, I, it's not who I would have chosen for her. I was like, oh, he, they kind of make sense. Like, and if that's the they case, do. then I'm happy for them. It made me yes. feel bad though, because I was like, ugh, he sucks. And I was like, mm, maybe she sucks. And maybe they just should suck together. <laughs> Maybe they're, that they're is the, both, that's the way it should go. Yeah, because they're both kind of unscripted celebrities already. Like that's baked in, right? Like the she she was on The Bachelor before he was on The Bachelor at a couple of times or whatever he was, however he was involved. So like they they both kind of already have that have been through that that very specific kind of fame. So I'm sure they connect on that. Apparently they were like sliding in each other's DMs before yes. you know this yes. even happened. So they already have a, a past. And honestly, I, maybe he's not your type. I, I think he's hunky as shit. I, I like the big Travolta jaw. I think his eyes are dreamy. I think he's got good hair. Yes. He he's got a yeah. good body. You know what it was? He lost me last year. Here's where he lost me. I'm not talking physically. He that's, lost me. That's, 
He lost me last year when there was a bachelorette whose mom had dementia. And when she cut mm. him, he was like, I bought a book on dementia. He was like, he basically wanted like his $18 back for the like, he purchased. Oh, boy. He didn't say that he read it, but he bought it. He was like, I bought a book on dementia to learn about it. And it was like. Like that's that, that's where he lost wow. me. <laughs> that's right. I was wondering what his rep was. I mean, I mean, I know that he's been on the show before, but it was his rep is like kind of like was he a playboy or is he kind of like a was? I mean, they all are maybe playboys in some he way. Was but. Sweet, and then he became the super horny one, and then he had a weird exit with the dementia. Like he wasn't a villain. He was okay. Mm. He was nice enough. I like a Canadian. I liked his job, and then he and then he took the left turn. Was like the boner guy, and then he left. Was like, well, I bought a book like. Dr. Banana, would you well, say that I don't, that's I, Actually, he, he stayed for Tasha, but the yeah. bo- he was he mentioned the book when when uh, Claire said she was basically leaving for Dale, and he was like, well, why are we even here? I bought a book or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but then very quickly pivoted to Tasha, and then had the boner with her. But he also... <laughs> he Remember, he also did one of those dare dates where he like had to pretend to orgasm, and his orgasm was so... It was long. Like we were like, everyone was like, okay, wrap it up. It up. <laughs> like he just, I have no memory of, I've literally, he's just that so out. horny that you're like, you, yeah. I will say, and I appreciate Nick's, you know what? I will. Well, Nick, Nick will wash all that away. Cause it's a hunk. He doesn't care. It's just, <laughs> eye candy. <to> <laughs> Amen. Nick, you know, I will say I find him hunkier this season. He, I feel like he's a little sparkle and I like his little sparkle in his eye. Yes. I feel like he's shined up. He does have the Travolta jaw, which I like. I bet in person he's quite handsome. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think he's he's got a little like pepper in his pot. This He's got a little sparkle, which, which I Can think we- is going to go far. Yes, Mitch. I want to tell you what I think when I look at him. I think like, what have we evolved to as a species? Like, what are we evolving into? I think I think I, when I look at all the Bachelor contestants, I'm like, what is, what's going to become of us in like 30 years? And also like There's my like- branch, I'm branching off into a different species than they are too. Like, right. like, oh. like I. I want you to know that I've met quite a few bachelor and bachelorette contestants in person. Wow! And I think here's what I want you like truly. Both the men and the women. As an as an actor that's been working in LA for a long time, I've worked with some very attractive actors and actresses. These contestants are so much better looking than any human you've ever met. And oh as guy, God. we we did it. We did a live podcast at Outside Lands, and so we we brought like five of them with us. And I remember Guy uh, Guy Branham was like. What the fuck? He's like, well, of course they're gorgeous. They're human prizes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, they're so genetically superior. And and just even the women, even the women that are not like in like the top level there that are like the people that nobody's going for in paradise. You meet them in person and you're like, you're a 15 out of 10. And you weren't even like nobody's even going after you. Yeah. 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 Mike, 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 a was, Michael A was like, oh, my dad bought. And I'm like, this guy's in he's in fucking fantastic shape. Yeah. It's insane. No, you yeah. so you've I feel like a completely different species of human. Yeah. The guys are all turning into triangles. They're all doing that like, yeah. like they're like that workout. I forget what that is that they all do that turns their it's like the next shoulder triangle like situation. Yes. 
I don't know what yeah. that is. They're two triangles, and they like I am. I'm evolving into a. I'm evolving into like an amorphous blob, like a like no. a sea creature. No, don't you we're, say we're both turning into snow stuff. globes. No, <laughs> you guys are perfect <laughs> as is. No. Like part liquid, part like a like a like a yes, liquidy. Yeah. Blah, I don't accept that. Not don't on my watch. You're not. not on my watch. You're not. No, you're not. So then they go. Um, what if we'll take a quick? A quick <laughs> do you have anything before we take a quick break? Anything else on the Blake Katie date? I will say when they were like slow dancing, and she was like, "I could see her leaving with Blake." I thought he could win. Yes, yeah. that yeah, my, I, th- my, I, I think he can win. One hundred percent agreed. I, I thought I was just like they they immediately have chemistry and that the this the making out the dancing all seems so passionate. Yeah. Um, what is your wife just, think, like, Nick? What does your wife think, Nick? Did she was she into him? Um, I, he's I, mean, make it? I I pray I pray that she wasn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think she was. Uh, I, I think she was a little less into Blake. I think there was another contestant who we'll get to later that she favored. Okay, great. Okay. Can, can, can I can I say one thing for a Heck guy yeah. who's yeah for a guy who's terrified of horses? Yes. You picked a bad spot to make out in the hay, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I would like. I could not make out in the. I'm allergic to hay. I would have had a rash. And you know what? The producers would have known that. I just would have gotten like a skin rash over my entire body. And then they would have definitely they would have definitely made that happen. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with their group date. It's time to get sexy. Oh, yeah. I need a sexual timeout. And we're back. All right. So, uh... They've been they they we just come back. They've been making out and dancing to the song "Memorize You," and we're at Bash Ball, the Bash Ball Battle. It's a group date with thirteen guys. They were like, "Oh, really? Famous athletes are here." It was Wells Adams and Franco. Uh, it's rugby meets basketball. Now, here's what's. Franco is usually the photographer. That's he does like the bad like wedding photographer things. Anna came hard at me with a theory on Franco last night. Anna, tell the listeners and the Doughboys your theory on Franco. Oh, no. I mean, I just clicked on his Instagram, Franco LaCosta, and it just his Instagram says that he's a produce like it says designer, creative director, writer, producer, and then hashtags the bachelor and bachelorette, which makes me Mm. think, is he a producer on the bachelor bachelorette, which is why he keeps coming back. Yes, that's very funny. He's absolutely a producer because remember somebody emailed us and told us that the woman at the Nemecolon Resort because it's all during COVID. So like they had a fake, they had a pottery teacher, and somebody emailed us and was like, "That's my friend who's a producer on the show." Is the pottery? Okay. She did like pottery in college, so they made her pretend to be a pottery instructor. So I bet that's... Franco fully works for the show. Yeah. They're not going to fly Franco in and like quarantine him for two weeks for no reason. Right. Because because those guys seem like they were like, I thought they were just sketch characters. I was like, okay, they're getting some guys in to do a bit. Wells was a contestant on the show. And then he went to Paradise. And now he plays the part of the bartender on Paradise. And I think Wells may become the new Chris Harrison. I'm just saying, watching it, I I think that my theory is that Wells is going to get it. That's what I think. It feels like like they're angling that, yeah. 
And we like Wells. So we love Wells. We feel like that would be great. So uh, basically, it's like there's a lot of tackling. Um, Hunter got to tackle uh, Katie many times, and she loved it. Like they, he yeah. kept tackling. She was running at him, and she was get, she was having a great time getting tackled by Hunter. Yeah, that, that was merely making me. I mean, like the show in general. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm not. Nick was like, "Don't be too me," and I'm not too me because I do think it's very entertaining. But in the way of like my whole life, I've just watched like Rockheads fuck. And, yes. and, and, and this is. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes. so this is just like, like, I'm like, oh, this is like what I've witnessed since I was like in high school yes. through college yeah. till now. Like I've, I've seen this so many times. So like that playing out, like, like I feel like that's like a thought thing I saw in college of like a guy like tackling grown, but like, this is fun or whatever. I'm like, it yes. just was like the worst sort of caveman esque flirting that I, that I, that really made me. And it worked. Upset. It worked. It, of course it did. It worked so it well. It worked. She loved it. Fantastically she well. She loved it. Um, so then um, Greg was pouting. Greg doesn't like the group digs because Greg likes to be a front runner. And then so they keep <laughs> hunt. So then they're sort of playing nicely. They come on their little wrestling outfits. Their little tushies are out. Yes, uh, the dad bod. He was saying dad bod. He looked fine to me. Um, great. And then somebody was making a joke about hunter he's like he's kind of a circus dude because he looks like he's in the circus i believe that was aaron who's such an Mm, idiot um and then and then hunter just starts tackling people right and left and then once the tackle happened i don't do well with physical aggression like i don't like the violent group Mm. dates i didn't like this i get my brother was really extra little growing up he was like anthony michael hall in the 16 candles so i get protective of like the little guys and i worry like not everybody's all roidy so then like the regular guys have to go play with these really extra extra guys and i worry for them and then the poor dad got really nailed like he was fucked up even then and you could tell he was more hurt than but he was that on COVID, yes. he didn't want to leave the bubble. Like, I think he was yeah. fucked up, you guys. He yeah. seemed like he was going to cry. But I, I got to say that in my notes, I wrote, OK, the episode took a turn for me when they started beating the shit out of, shit out of each other, because I was enjoying that. You that was like a, you love. I didn't wow. I, I didn't like that. Michael A specifically, like I wanted the rest of them to kill each other. But Michael A. <laughs> Michael A. I liked. I, 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 I liked. But, that, but that's nice the way man. of the world, though. That's, that, that's what happens when violence sets out. Is that the the person who you know the the person who's not does not have that demeanor is who gets punished, who takes the brunt yeah. of it. You're right. You're right. Casualty. He's gotten the crossfire. The, the, I, if the I, other if the other people have killed each other, I've been fine with it. But he looked he looked like he was about to cry, and I so felt he truly was. Sad I think actually got he was in bad hurt. Yeah. yeah. I will say I do think the injury then. I think then propelled him into having an incredible episode. Like, mm-hmm. and yes. I'm not saying he wouldn't have had it without the injury, but it just so happened that the injury happened and then it, it turned a little. And this is going to sound, I'm not rewarding, I'm not rewarding any of this. Like, um, I feel like he's never looked hotter than after his injury because uh, he wasn't so perfect. Like, cause you can see he was yes. a little fucked up. Like, so he, I think it maybe hurt to do his hair. Like he was just a little more low key. He was a little more messed up in a way that 
felt more relaxed and natural, less because he gets a little nervous and almost like a child star. He gets a little child actory, like presentational. And I think because he didn't feel good, he was just where he was at. And I found him so charming and appealing, just like mm. just being low with, like maybe it cut through the nerves of like he couldn't fake being like he was del- a delight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's, you know, all these guys are alphas, and, but he's the closest to being like. I feel like he's kind of has a sort of a beta energy. Like I feel like I could have mm. a conversation with him, or maybe like maybe a Greg, the aforementioned Greg. I could maybe yeah. have a conversation with, and, and the two of them have a connection. Yeah. Um, I say that, and I'm sure both of these guys would have, uh, you know, pulled my underwear over my head in middle school. But <laughs> yes, it's like. Yes. But to be fair, like even like like the teachers and the nerds. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, people had to do something. They had to do something. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, this worked out great for. I mean, you know, it, his his story is un, unbelievably oh. tragic. But it it the this this event ended yeah. up being a you know a blessing in disguise for him because he got a little bit mm. more of a of a show a showcase here. So she calls the game. She's like, okay, okay, you're all winners. And the dipshit that is Aaron, who always looks like he's pissed off. But he mentioned it numerous times. He's like, she said we're all winners. So that's cool. But I, we know that we're really the winners. But she said we're she said we're, and he's sort of holding the huge trophy. She said we're all winners. We know the red team really won, but we're going to – because she did say we're all winners. I'm like, you are – a fucking ding dong. Like this guy <laughs> is such a ding dong. And right. she showed up in a very sexy red vinyl dress. Um, mm. um But also isn't isn't it on Katie for like what happened to Michael A? That that's on you. This like you like you could have called this earlier. You could have said, Don't be too rough. You could have set the tone. I she mean, also, yeah, she seemed I, horrified as the violence was happening too. like she at least the reaction shots they they used in the edit. She wasn't like enjoying these guys savaging each other. She was like, oh, God, this immediately went too far. I don't get the feeling that people have much say like so there there was a thing last year where there was like strip strip dodgeball or something. And then one of the guys was like, I feel so like I feel really exposed. Like, you know, you harassed me, you know, like and. I just like there's been so many striptease things over the year. Like I don't get the feeling that the contestants I think the whole season's planned and they just plug in whoever Got the lead is. Yeah. But um so so she brought so then they have the date. She's got her sexy dress on. She brings him an ice pack and we find out that yesterday was his wife's birthday. And she, I feel like she's handled this like she's like you got to celebrate Laura, no. and then and then she, then she, he's they ask for a kiss, and he's like you have to come to me, you have to come scooch over to me, but like yeah, he was, was really fucked up, like he couldn't yes. lean forward, like I don't think he could like turn his head or anything. no, I think he had whiplash because I used to play rugby and I've been tackled like that before, and that shit, it's oh. not. Especially his head hit the ball and then snapped. It, it, yes. Physically, it did yeah. not look good at all. And if I were him, I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> you this played isn't worth rugby? It. Yeah, I played rugby. That's awesome. I played it in high wow. school and then D1 in college. Wow. You played D1 rugby That's in college? Wow. Only, only my Bearing freshman year because D1 rugby is 
So you've been tackled numerous times. I've been tackled. I've gotten concussions. I've had both my thumbs come out of the socket because when you're going to tackle someone, their knee is going at such a velocity. It pushes you. You're going into tackle and they just push right past your hands and they've come out of the socket. I mean, I couldn't love you any. I thought my love for you was a 10 out of 10. You just took it to a 12. I only played one year D1 because I chose, I was like, you know what? I will smoke weed instead of sports because my body would be so ruined. I would be, I couldn't sit in a a class. You didn't smoke weed before No, I did. I smoked weed, but like. I chose fully to become like a weed person over being a D1 wow. athlete because that was a choice. You, I couldn't, I literally couldn't sit in my lecture halls because I couldn't sit up straight because my body would be in so much pain that I would be like kind of like curled wow. up trying to take right. notes. And so he had yeah. whiplash. Then up we have the kitty cat with his ukulele and his blouse unbuttoned to his crotch <laughs> singing this it was a cute song she teared up but he has no game now all right nick you've been watching from the beginning this guy yes. he was a so okay mitch he came in she's a cat lady he wore a cat uh, costume the first which, night you know and i apologize for i was giving her a hard time with with uh, the, i feel bad now cuz cuz Look, I guess she's not in charge of 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 what of the games they're playing. That's on the okay. Field. It's a learning curve. I, felt, you I, can, I, I, I feel you're, bad. You're fine. You're, I, you're I, fine. I will say, Mitch and I were texting uh, while we were watching this, and uh, and 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 I I told Mitch I was like, you know what, Katie's a cat lady. He's like, hmm, I kind of like her now. I think oh, that was enough <laughs> to get him on board. Lady. She's oh. a cat lady, <laughs> and he. Yeah. So this guy, the one that sang the song for her, he came dressed as a cat costume the first night, and she was yes. like. DTF, it, like she liked him so much in the cat costume, and they were like first kiss, making. I think he got the first impression, Rose. Like he wow. was it, and then ever since then, he's been like manically, like sad eyed, trying to recreate that first kiss, and like he's got. If he could just play it a little cool, like if he could just slow. He, I mean, it's Nick. These are the worst. He did it again last night. She loved yeah. his song. His song was really cute. Like song was sweet, cute, whatever. Like. But then he was like, kiss me. Like, just wait it out for a fucking second, man. <laughs> I think he I think he led with his best. Uh, like, like, he kind of like had a big opener. Yeah, he yeah. had the cat thing. though. He had a big opener, and then the rest of his set was just like completely, like he didn't yeah. have anything else worked out. He, yeah. had, he had one strong, big, you know, applause line up top, and then the rest was just like, ah, he's kind of riffing his way through it and fumbling. And again, he and he, I agree with you. And then he came back last night. He had a little bit of like the song worked. The song, song worked. Song worked, yeah. But then again, he panicked again, fumbling again, and he went right for the awkward kiss. And she's never into it. She was only into yeah. the first kiss when he had whiskers. Cat whiskers. And a little okay. too into that. Yeah, yeah, she was really liked it. Yeah, um, I'm kind um, of into it too. And then, <laughs> I mean, she's a super cat. She's a super cat lady. So then, Hunter, do you have a cat, Mitch? I, I, I'm, I'm Wally and Irma. They're, 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 uh, they're. Where are they? They're somewhere around here. They're, I, I think they sleep. I have mittens sleeping in the, in the closet. I have yeah. two cats. Um, I love them. I love them too. I love them so much. It's, it's going to be hard to leave them for three weeks. Okay, so uh, Hunter comes in he was like i thought it was fun um uh and uh it was just oh then we saw courtney with a q wrapping himself in toilet paper and he goes i'm gonna be toilet paper whenever shit goes down He's oh my god that was hard no. to watch that was hard like to watch. I, na- am i on a roll 
That was so brutal. Really rough. Anybody listening, don't go for a pun. If you're not a comedy person, that's fine. Don't try a pun. Don't go for the pun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. The props in general, I think that was the big issue. Is like don't yes. don't bust the props out. Just have a just get to know this person. Yes. Yeah. Um so then Hunter, he was like, This was so great. You know what? I never introduced my kids to a woman, but I'm gonna show you my pictures of my kids. And then they start making out and uh she was super into it and she was like, Oh dad, Hunter's so cute. Um Hunter's a little intense for me. He does feel like an an, an owner of an non-licensed MMA gym. I felt that yeah. was very on brand. Yeah. Well, I thought we were getting the I thought we were going to get the villain edit just, you know, for Blake the way the episode started, but then it was just like, oh, they like liked each other so much that they kind of had to pivot and I feel like it feels like Hunter got the villain edit in this episode. He's yes. kind of being positioned as the big heavy. Uh it's it's a but but I also kind of think he deserved it cuz he seemed like he was being so I don't know. It just, it just, everything seemed calculated. Even the kids thing, I didn't really buy as sincere. It, it more was like, okay, now's the time to unleash the kids and see if this is going to work out for me. I agree with you. I, it felt a little bit like, see, like the, it felt like a move. I agree. It didn't. And I, and good. I, I agree with you that I think up, up top, Blake was getting the villain edit, but then it was so, you look, you, all the guys are on the date now. So we'll see how it is in the house, like when they're all mm-hmm. together with him. But, um, but yeah, I think Hunter. I think Hunter for sure is the villain now. Uh, what did you think of him pulling out the pictures, Mitch? Uh, I I mean, it's tough because it's like pictures of kid, children and stuff like that. So I mean, like I just think he is an asshole, and there's like no way for me to like yeah. redeem him. But it it is it's it's a it's a bit manipulative. Like uh, right. and it's and honestly, it maybe worked. I I, I have I have no idea. Also. I wrote notes for every second of this episode yes! and I was, try- and, I was yes! and I was, and I was trying to transfer them from my notes. You can, you know how you can like open, yeah. like you can, yeah. if you have your note open, you can open it on your laptop. And I did that and it disappeared. All my oh, notes no. just disappeared. No. They're gone. Can I, I just say, back. I just, can I tell you how much I appreciate that you did that though? I mean, that is a podcast guest. Thank yes. you. I wrote no, and they're you. gone. Game and Apple, what the fuck? Is what it, the fuck, the, Apple? The so wait, they're, gone. Not, they're not on the phone or the computer? Here's exactly what happened. You know, like, you can transfer. Nick knows the handoff, Nick, where yeah. if you, ha- if you have an, a note open, you can press the note. It opens up on your, and then you open it, and then it's open on your computer. I pushed that, and then it disappeared and what? from my it's phone, sh- and it's just awful. gone. It's just yeah. it's gone. so lame. It's That's a, so it, lame. The, the note I was writing last night. Yeah, it's just it's it's fucking. Well, obvious. you're so, gonna have to come back. You're gonna have to come back. You're stuck in the rookies the notes. of the season. Look, I can remember. I can remember the episode. So many of the notes were also like, "Is this show evil?" And is like, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Well, it might be, and yet I will. One of the things I like about Katie as a bachelorette is I actually mm-hmm. believe that Katie is not there to be an influencer. I think she actually does mm. want to find love. I think that's yes, because they were starting to get a little more, a little younger, and they were getting very pageant. They had a lot of pageant uh, people, and she's not that. So yeah. I do appreciate somebody that the whole conceit of the game is that the right word conceit conceit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, conceit. I've heard it. Conceit, the of the game is like I really once in a while it does work out. Like I really am rooting for people. Otherwise, I wouldn't watch it. Um, and yeah. I think that she, I don't think she's trying to become like the host of 
entertainment tonight. Like, I think she wants to. I think she wants to finally, but who knows? You can, people, everybody gets sucked in by Hollywood. They just do. Right. It just happens. Yeah. Um, so then we have uh, oh Michael, sweet Michael, hanging out with yeah. the guys, and he hadn't told them about his ha- past. And he was like, look, you just don't know how long you're going to be blessed with time. I didn't want you guys to think, here comes the sad dude, but I, I was married for 16 years, and she passed away. But you got to have to find positive everywhere, even when your world's falling apart. Greg starts crying. Yeah, I like this. I yeah. loved it. Greg went, and he was like, and then, and then... Poor Michael goes, I can't move because I think somebody went to hug him and he was like, I can't move like, because he's so fucked up from his bash ball. And mm-hmm. then Greg says, I love you, buddy. And then Greg can't stop crying. He's like, here I am freaking out of the smallest thing. And um, and like I learned not to waste my time. I believe I'm meant to be with Katie. And then he goes to her and she was like, you have resting sad face. Before we get to the Katie Greg, I thought the interaction with Michael and the guys was so sweet. He was – Very wholesome. I think he's going to be the next Bachelor. I think if he's not – if he doesn't win, wow. this humanity of this man who had this terrible story, he's such a nice guy looking on the bright side, I feel like America would want to find him a wife. Yeah, have they, I yes. mean, have they dealt with someone who's had this kind of loss before? Have they had widows and widowers on the show? There was a woman who was a mom who who uh, to a, he, she was married to a race car driver, and she he died like in an accident, and oh then she found out she was pregnant. So she had a little girl who never met her dad. Oh my and god! Then, wow. And then so she was Emily Maynard. It was, it was good. I, I this the show for me. I was like, forget the contestant, like forget the the show of it all. Get these people, get these dudes in a room bonding over this stuff, and 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 that's where I was really right. loving it. All these, all this, all this friendship and this love for each other. That was yeah. that's what I really loved about the, the. That was my favorite part of the episode. I mean, it was very sad, but but yeah. Greg crying for him and and and. and that bonding was great. Give me that. Yeah. Give, in, give me two hours of that, and, I, and, and, and I'm completely happy. Well, I think that happens more like – that's what we like about The Bachelorette. I think that happens a lot on this version of the franchise. I think the guys sort of have romances. They, they, and it does it, – the early episodes, there's a lot of posturing and sort of alpha male, you know. But then I think real friendships like as, as sort of the super hyper villain guys go, the guys that are often left behind – become friends with each other and you do see these friendships which is what we like to which is fun yeah yeah it was very sweet i i think that that episode last night secured michael to be the bachelor wow i I love it right i love i love your i love the swing you're taking by calling you're calling it right now i'm gonna call it right now and i think i actually think they might do something to fuck him over to keep him so that he doesn't win so they get to keep him and make him because i think they know that they need him that america would really be rooting for him and uh he's a good guy Seems like it, yeah. So then we have okay. So then Greg goes like, "I'm gonna go tell Katie." She was like, "Are you okay? You have resting sad face." He's like, "It was tough the other night." And she's like, "I'm completely crazy for you." As hard as it is, she's like, "I'm so worried you're gonna leave." Like my biggest fear that you're gonna want to leave. And uh, 
so she's like she's always has to talk me down and I thought that's a shitty quality. I don't want to like having to always be tending to some dude who can't deal. They right. are cute together. They feel like a good fit, but like she's always having to go tend to him. I don't know. How do you feel about Greg Nick? I mean, I think Greg is a you know a guy I'm rooting for. I, I it definitely felt like he was set up for success very early on. I think he's just he's in his head and he's getting so jealous. Yeah, and I I think that's that's really probably putting a damper even on his interactions with Katie. because yes. now because now it's just about like him and about how he's feeling about this experience rather than the two of them sharing this connection. That happens a lot early on when people have the early first dates, like and then they if they if they could just keep it together they often do well but sometimes they self implode because they can't right. deal which is mm. understandable like if i went on this great date and then i watched the this dude go have all these awesome dates with all the people that i'm living with and i haven't had another yeah. one since i can see <laughs> away from my family and friends my computer any music reading material like i could see that i'd get a little weird um for sure you- i mean it must destroy your soul and the other thing too with this whole thing is like she they're all kissing a lot in the age of covid by the way they they are yes. smooching quite a bit she's smooching she's smooching a lot she's smooching a lot i think do, the, do we, delta, the delta she's kissing started with katie yeah. <laughs> at the hyatt at the, at the hyatt. hyatt is do you think that do you think they had to all get vaccinated or is this just like a like I, I wonder oh, I, I guess this was probably shot before vaccines before. were widely they, available. They really they really did a bubble like the NBA where all the PAs, the, okay. the caterers, like you are not getting in it. They I think because there's kissing, they were the first ones who did it last summer and like I think they were really strictly locked down version of it um so hopefully this is our last one in a hotel and we get to go back to like normal <laughs> episode season <laughs> uh anna what do you think about greg do you think greg is gonna lose his shit so much that he doesn't uh that he fucks himself over and because i feel like it's his to win i think if yeah. or it's his to lose like i think he still is the front runner do you think he's going to self-implode so much that he blows it yeah i think so he doesn't seem I mean, I, I, I mean, just based off like the coming ups, it seems like he's very upset. I don't know why. Of course, they love a red herring. So maybe he's just so happy in love really is what they're showing. But I don't know if he can handle it just based off the fact that he's like, I already think of Katie as my girlfriend and right. I like can't deal with the other yes. guys, uh, which is that's what Blake is made. Blake is ready to date a woman who's dating multiple guys because he loves yeah. the TV. He, he is D to F. He yeah. is just like, let's go to parties. Yeah. Like, he's got no problem with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then he leaves and he goes, I am falling in love with Katie. I am. So he's falling in love. Hunter got the rose, the group date rose. I felt that that was the producers telling her to give it to him to really fuck with the guys. I thought, I think they mm. knew that it would make Greg and Michael's brains explode that they yeah. didn't get the rose and that they gave it to Hunter. I think that was a mean producer putting that in her brain. Did that feel like a producer move to you, Mitch? I mean, all of it uh, to me, uh, it, it all feels like mean producer stuff. Like, uh, like, uh, like all, all, all of the. I mean, saving it, the, the you know, we were focused. We were focused on this one guy, whether he was going to get the rose or not. Trey, I believe his name was, right? Yes, yes. 
And and for me, I was I was like, oh no, this is going to be the guy who gets cut this episode. But then no, no, all the four guys who got cut, I didn't know, but I hadn't watched up to that point, so I didn't really know the other four that you did, well. You did, the people that got cut didn't have much storyline. Yeah, yeah, so it was that, that sort of thing of like they'd be like, I hope I get a rose, and then yeah. it would literally cut to right to them getting a rose. I was like, oh, yeah. there's no. There's no real like uh, they do that every suspense here. They do that every rose ceremony. Well, oh, okay. okay. Before we get to the Andrew S. date, is there anything else you guys want to say about the group date? Uh, hmm. I think that. I, I I will say that I I thought watching it, I didn't think that it was a producer thing. I thought that the that Hunter actually pulled it off with the kid photos. The I kid think that photos. actually tugged her heartstrings enough. And she, I think she was like, I, this, I see this guy as a dad. And I think she liked getting tackled by him earlier in the day. I think she really I think she enjoyed it. Yeah. I think that we yeah. had a fun tackle session. She did. And, she then, did. and then maybe he played his dad card right because like, I tackled her for like seven minutes and then here's my two kids and she's she saw his like giant tattoo and she's like, okay, okay you. I'm gonna, I had fun getting tackled by you and you also are a dad so here's a here's a rose for that that's what i felt like yeah um, right yeah all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll, we'll close out the episode with andrew s Ooh, i don't know about you but uh, things are getting so hot in here i think i gotta take a pee break and we're back now here's what i'm going to tell you guys you're gonna if you do if you're enjoying yourself and you want to come back and play with us. The next version of so after this, the greatest show on television is called Bachelor in Paradise. So basically, these are the farm team. It's all like a lot of the best rejects from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. They all go to Mexico and they it's like the meanest game of like sexual musical chairs. Where but that's the one where people actually like get married and babies come out of and like. It's uh, it's quite something. It's really it's an, and the editors um, they don't have to protect anyone, so they're not protecting the leads or anything. It's like all bets are off, so they will edit it where like if a person's talking to a producer, it they'll make it look like they're just talking to a raccoon with a wine bottle and stuff. Like they will <laughs> or like a crab. They'll make it look like they're talking to a crab. <laughs> like this sounds now. This sounds like right up my. Ter- this is this so, is. I, I so want to talk to a raccoon. So you watch this to sort of get to know the players of like who's going to be there, and then you then you'll later see like Hunter talking to like a raccoon by a beach in Mexico. Like it's pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> and we're back. Andrew S got the date card, and it's it, it was leading very late at night. She shows up looking like Sandy from Greece at the end of Greece when she's like, "Tell me about it, stud." Like in her like leather. Once Sandy got the makeover for the very end with John Travolta, Olivia Newton John, she has crazy outfits. I feel like Katie. They put her in like leather pants, leather jacket, like chains everywhere carrying two lanterns they're like we're going into the woods you better be brave now look considering it's covid and they're stuck at a hyatt i mm. thought the art department did a good job i thought it was they did cute. a good job i thought this was actually the like best that. this was the best version of like we're trapped at a hyatt i thought 
It probably didn't cost much, but I felt like it looked pretty magical. I really thought this was a very sweet date. Um, they lit up the lights. He had to lift her up. They had little note cards everywhere. They broke the hearts. The, the, the room with the light up balls. I actually thought it was really a very sweet – there was actual heart put into this. And so they had to get to know yeah. each other. Show me your signature dance move. He did the dolphin. They have Lazy Sunday. Um, they talk about the parents' relationship and they were saying like what they learned not to do, like leave the partner hanging. Um, and uh, they were kissing in the light up glow balls. And then we learned about Andrew who's so sweet. Now, Nick, you've been watching this whole season. I just – he was yeah. so great last night. And I just if, – if he's listening to this, Andrew, you're so adorable. You're such a catch. You don't ever need to do your fake British accent again. You're so much better than – like you are wonderful as you are. Like you're perfect as is. Right. You don't need a fake British accent. <laughs> but I, I can't tell if she – there's a ch- – because she seems to really like that. I don't know if she's humoring him because she likes him or if she actually is charmed by it. The- but I agree. I think, I think he should just be himself. Because he is, he is, uh, you know, he's a total beefcake, and he is mm. also just like uh, I, I think he has just like a very like genuine personality. He's so you know, I'm I'm kind of torn on the whole thing. I don't know exactly how what he should do in that scenario, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, his dad got you know when he was six years old, like it was. So we learn about him. When he was six, his dad was locked up and he fell in love with football. Oh, this broke my heart. And he saw all the fathers coming down at the end of games to congratulate the people. Yeah. And even if he had a good game, he was looking in the stands, but he had nobody there. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, how can a father not want to be present? I'm going to be there for my kids. I'm going to go to every right. music concert. I'm looking for the forever love. I'm so all in. And then I thought this was also really like just an honest, good, real conversation. He was like, look, go. I am a black man. You are a white woman. This woman I dated was worried about having mixed children. And I thought I was going to propose to her. And then Katie was crying. She's like, that breaks my heart that you experienced that. She's like, our love and our children, I don't give a fuck. I am a strong woman. I will be a mama bear. All I want is love, a beautiful family, regardless of how they look. I believe you'll be the best husband. I believe you'll be the best father. And then they hopped in the hot tub and then Mm. they made out like crazy. I thought this was a beautiful date. I mean, Nick, talk to us. Give us your feelings on the whole thing. They had so much chemistry. It, it, you know, it's like both this and Blake. It's just like I could see either of these guys. I feel like in this episode, I, I to me, I was like, okay, Greg kind of took a big step back, but and yes. and Andrew S and Blake are are like the two front runners now. But they 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 weren't just making out in the hot tub. Like he was like lofting her up, and they were making out. He was like holding her, and they were making yes. out. Um, it was. I thought Mitch just picked up his cat. I thought they were going to start making out. Uh, <laughs> He's lifting her up to get a heart. Wally's here. I won't be making out with Wally, but Wally's Wally so cute. is here. Wally's so cute. He's a good boy. If I wasn't in my garage, my cats would be here too. I love uh, here he goes. Now he's walking up on the table. He's going to step on the keyboard. And Hi, Wally. Hi, Wally. Wally. Now, Wally and Irma did watch this whole episode with me last night, and they did were they, they were entertained. Did they like Andrew S? 
they thought that they, they they thought that Andrew S in the beginning they didn't think that it was working. They thought that they thought that chem- and then and then as it went on they thought that it worked. I, I thought that he was he seems nervous. Andrew S. I mean he yeah. is young. He's a young man, but he seems yeah. he seems. He seems slightly and he is a he's a professional football player, correct? In Austria, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So that must be that is is there a producer side of like we're excluding this guy from the group date because he's actually a pro football player? Do you think that factored in? No, no, no. I don't think. Is that he would th- kill someone? <laughs> tackling yeah, them or like so much. <laughs> he, I think that it was his turn for a date, and I think. I just thought I agree with you that at first he seemed nervous and then as it got going what is what a wonderful date I thought yeah and I felt like mm-hmm. they were very I felt like I felt like they both really saw each other by the end you know what I mean and and I felt like she was well spoken like you know and she was like you know I don't know what your experience is like I'm not trying to pretend that like but this is I would be all it like I found her I think she's a nice person like I think in general yeah um yeah. just even in like when Hunter showed the kids like I feel like she's a a, a real present young lady like I don't know I, I'm I'm liking her as a person Dr. Banana what did you think of this date Yeah, I mean, I agree. I thought it was interesting. A lot of people were like tweeting that like, oh, this is what we meant by like our that we want our first black bachelor because he like, you know, unfortunately, Matt was just like not having these sorts of conversations of like acknowledging what a mixed race relationship would be like the first thing. I mean, just at the beginning, he was just like, I'm nervous. People are going to be upset with me because I'm going to choose a white woman. And that was like the extent of it. And Chris Harrison was like, wow, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, whatever. He he was so unaware of everything. And but like, I I don't know. I thought that was a very interesting conversation. And I I found I like that Katie was like, it's I'm naive. So I don't even you know, I'm just a white woman. I don't know. And it's like, yeah, thanks for saying that, because that's important to be like, I don't know your experience. And I, you know, will never know your experience, but I can try and understand where you're coming from, which is key, you know. Yeah, I felt mm. I, that's an interesting point that because I didn't I wasn't on Twitter last night. So that's an interesting point that that was we didn't get that. That was a very like it struck me as like, oh, that's like a really like sincere. That is not the kind of conversation we've gotten before on The Bachelor. And it was it was it was great. And I so now here's my OK, here's my prediction. I think Michael Dad, dad's going to make it. We're going to meet his kid. We're going to hometowns. I think, I think Andrew S., I think Greg and Blake. I think those are the final four. I think wow. then she cuts wow. the dad Ew. and then she goes to the bone zone with, or not, or goes to the makeout zone, whatever, with Blake, Andrew, and Greg. She did say that she saw her husband in that room. Uh, that was yes. a line that she said. I mean, do, are you guys on board with those four? But I don't know who the, who's going to win. I think that I think those four are. I think that's a good four. I think. And that's then a good I, yeah. And I think the dad is going to be the bachelor, so he'll leave at number four. He'll go be the bachelor. So then we have those three. So who's the final two, and then who wins? I, I mean, I think I'm still thinking Blake. I, I, it feels like it's Blake's to lose at this point. Interesting. I think that it's 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 Blake and uh who's the who was the other guy who Greg. Blake is Greg. Greg is afraid of horses. 
Greg, no, no Blake is Blake. afraid of horses. Blake Greg, is a- Greg didn't say much oh, last Greg, night yeah. except for that yeah. he was feeling vulnerable because because she she felt like his girlfriend. He doesn't like that she's going out with people. I'm thinking. I think Hunter makes it far, far further than we would like him to to make it. Is, I agree is, with that. Mm, wow, Doctor think- Banana. Who do you think is going to win? Greg. Hmm. Greg came in hot early. He was really quiet last yeah. night. So I, so like uh, all I know of him was that he was sensitive, which I liked yeah. about him. Um, but we know but... Greg took acting classes, so that's kind of a red flag with him. That's Uh-oh. a red flag. Oh, I have, no. I've had my trepidation about Greg, but then he grew on me. I thought maybe I was being harsh. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm open as a podcast host. I can be harsh and then admit maybe like, well – so, but I didn't trust him early on. There was something I didn't buy, but then he mm. won me over. He's won me over. I think she's almost better suited for a Blake or an Andrew S. Wow. If, if Blake yeah. has to keep getting tended to, I almost hope Blake or Andrew S. wins. I hope Andrew S. wins. Those UCB classes yeah, like paid off. Yeah. Those yeah. UCB <laughs> classes, yes. And I also am jealous. <laughs> I, I like how all good. of us who are in the entertainment industry, uh, when when Anna brought up that Greg took acting classes, we all react. We were like, uh oh, like, he, like yeah. it was that he like donated to Rand Paul or something. Like, oh boy, yeah, yeah. And like stay that, away. And that all of us are like, don't go near us. We're terrible. Yeah. So then we're at the rose ceremony. She just at the end. She's like. She says, I'm effortlessly happy with Andrew. So then we're at the rose ceremony. She's in a red dress with chains on the slit. I think she's a beautiful woman, very sexy. I want to give her a different stylist. I want to read, I want to get her different clothes. Now, granted, she's very, like, they're all sexy, but like, I'm confused by some of them, but that's okay. So she had the red dress with the chains. I do see my husband in this room. Hunter immediately takes her away. And guys are pissed. He brought a telescope from home. Um, which, and then we see James in the best outfit. I want more of James. James, now, Mitch, you missed this, but he arrived. In the season, in a box, he arrived in a box. He came out like, and he was wrapped like a present all night. Like he was in the box for like six hours before she unwrapped him. Then she unwrapped him. They had crazy chemistry, but we've never seen him really since. And last night he showed up like a Bond villain in like a black turtleneck, <laughs> silver chin, and a black yes. blazer. Is, I love his hair him. slicked back. It was very, it was very funny. I'm yeah. obsessed with him because he's got a nice, like, Sopranos kind of accent. Like, I want more mm-hmm. James. Like, give me this, like, like this this outfit, this chain, this hair. Like, I think James is fun, and I want to hear, like, what's the deal? Do you know what's what a, Why do you have a Sopranos accent when you're from San Diego? <laughs> is he what from is San going Diego? on there? Is he's he from, from La Jolla. Are you serious? Yeah. What the fuck? There's no whoa. He's kind of Sopranos. Oh, he could yeah. have spent the pandemic just watching Sopranos and then just being like, "That's me now." Bada bing. Hey, Paulie. They, he should he should have interrupted the date by having a package delivered to that to and then and then came out of the. That's his go-to move. He should always be coming out of boxes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's a lot of he's, people he's the, said he's like Lonely Island, basically. Oh, because he did do a dick in the box joke at one point too. Remember? Yeah, he's got. He's very, Ah. very lonely island. So then, um, so then he tried to steal Katie, and he got shut down by Hunter. And then he tried again. He was like, 
Then Hunter was pissed and he was like, I will get my time back. Time is the most precious asset here. Uh, and then so then James was like, I have feelings for you. They grew. And then they kissed. That was it. And then yeah. Tasha and Caitlin showed up in a red, white, and blue pantsuit. They were all like they felt like all of them were in like red, white, and blue pantsuits. Um and then Courtney as so she cut Courtney with a cue and as she left she's like I'm so proud of you which was strange cuz I never saw them interact except for the toilet paper yeah. uh uh Hunter um God, Hunter was pissed paper. that he got Hunter was pissed that he got interrupted and he was like I'm way too close to marrying this girl and uh and that was the end of our episode Nick and Mitch are you These one psychos. and done? Are you guys gonna <laughs> are you guys gonna come back to play with us? Or are you one and done? It's okay. You you don't you can think about it. You can let us know. No, I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah. all in. I I will say that I was I was watching this. I started watching the season with uh with my lovely wife Natalie, and uh, she loves unscripted, but she's never really watched The Bachelor. Yes, as like as we were like midway through episode one, she was just like. Thank you for this. She was like so, so oh into it. Yes. Well, tell Natalie that she's actually giving herself an advanced present because she's getting to know the cast. This is all just to get to know the farm team of Paradise, which will start. Soon. Wow. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Oh, she's going to love it. She's going to love it. I and, got news. Yes. I know. Ready? I know that I was asking is is this like evil and everything like that, but. What's your news? Me, Wally, and Irma, we're in. The three of us are in. Wow. <laughs> We've converted. We've got our all right rookies of the season. We'll have to check in with you later. So we're gonna. I was it. mad at myself that I was in. Like, like, I, like, I, 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 I saw the previews and I was like, "Fuck!" The previews look fucking good. Yeah. I want to know what happens in because you know you have to come see. You have to come visit us again. Now you're. You can blame it on me. You can blame it on the mm-hmm. podcast. It's our podcast crossover. Can, Truly, can I, can, can I can I tell you my prediction for the end? Yes, tell us. Okay. It's Blake and Hunter are the last two, the the mm-hmm. two guys I don't like. Wow! And then and then uh, a horse comes on set and and Blake gets scared and runs off. And, that's, uh, and, and Hunter and then, wins. And the horse but he's got a huge Hunter. black box over his crush. <laughs> 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 and Blake Blake runs through a wall and leaves a cartoon shape, which is also has a black box over where. It is. <laughs> who's your prediction of who's going to take the whole thing? Nick says Blake. Nick I want so I want Michael H and I'm like so sure he's in for a heartbreak, which I feel bad for him already. But then that's but sets he's going to be the bachelor. bachelor. He's going to be he's going to get heartbreak, and but it's going to give him the right. The season, yeah, that's that's the season I want. I want to watch the Michael A season already. I, like, I'm in. He's there's no way he's not going to be the bachelor. There's no wow. way he's for sure going to be there. Don't you think, Anna? I think it would be cruel to not make him The Bachelor, considering yeah. all that he has to go through and getting literally face planted into a ball. Oh, and then seeing her, his dad, uh, the kid, the preview with the heartbreaking preview of like, does daddy not want to see me anymore? Yeah. Oh, God. He's also the most likable, like truly like throughout that whole time, I was like, we must protect michael at all costs. We have to protect michael. Um, well, I, 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 I think Greg is, I, I think. All I had to hear is that he's taking acting classes. He's going to win the whole thing. I, <laughs> I think, now I think somebody, it looks like so, here's, here's the, cause I don't do spoilers, but this is like, just in, you can't avoid, this is just in like general news. Like when you open, apparently the season is cut short. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think it's Whoa. like shorter than, so like, 
Does somebody leave? Like, like, but there are always red herrings with their, they'll show stuff in the coming season that then never airs. You're like, where was that Mm. dad crying? Like, they never air it. And we've been waiting the whole time for like some dad crying. Like, so I, I don't know. I hope she ends up with somebody. I really hope she ends up with somebody. I have another prediction. Weiger is going to get so into the bachelor that I'm going to FaceTime him one day and be like, does Weige not want to see me anymore? I want. <laughs> oh, no. That coming up was so sad. Does Weige not want to see me anymore? He's so much of the bachelor. He won't do doughboys. He'll sit around watching all 28 seasons. <laughs> Will you guys oh help gosh. us pick a tweet of the week? Of course. of course. Okay, great. And before that, you guys, review us. Review us on iTunes. Here's some of the fun reviews we got this week. Here's a great review that I love that we got this week. And again, we're trying to get to 2,000 by the end of the year. So we're at 1.4. So if you're listening right now, let's just this month try to get us to 1.5. Just go there and, and, and like us now, hopefully five stars. This one is from G, uh, Jenna Zinio. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Five stars, voice of an angel. Wow, I've never been told that, so I appreciate that. I love this podcast so much. I'm so glad to hear a new Kyle Dunnigan episode. Tana, people were very happy at Kyle's return, and they all thought him being late was very on brand. You know what? Um, You can't go wrong with a Kyle being late return. Kyle being late, Kyle being 30 minutes late for no reason is like, is exactly how we want our Kyle. Mm -hmm. A couple years ago, I got unceremoniously dumped and was so sad that I couldn't listen to any music or I would break down lol so on my two-hour commute to work i listened to nothing except the kyle dunnigan episodes of will you accept this rose on repeat for a month because they made me feel happy i even paid for patreon to hear them even though it seems like half the time he didn't even fully watch the episodes and doesn't know who anyone is ha 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 it doesn't matter because there's such a special arden kyle tana dynamic Arden, you and your voice do a spectacular job, and I love every friend you've been able to convert to this franchise. Well, I just converted two new ones today. I continue to be amazed by the guests. Now Scotty Ox and Lauren Lapkus, too. You got me through a very hard time in my life, but now I'm happily engaged and about to have a baby. Thank you for everything you do. Oh, Jenna, what a wonderful... What a beautiful review. I'm so glad that we made a difference for you. Doesn't that make you happy, Anna? Yes, it does. I'm so glad. You know what? It worked out thanks to me, Kyle and Arden. You know what? That makes me want to do what we have to have one back with just you, me, and Kyle. So we give Kyle a room to do his like DJ thing. Oh, yeah. That's the best. Go back and listen to that episode. I don't know if if you followed us on Patreon. We had a great episode where the three of us tried to do (sighs) DJ intros before a song started and truly one of the funniest artists I've ever left. Yeah, that's so good. And then we also, we get all these great emails from you guys. Um, this one is from Trisha Larson, and you can email us at Rose Podcast. Habanero Peppers. Hello, Arden and the production team. Let me start off by saying, oh, I didn't acknowledge Katie couldn't be here today. She's out of town um, with her doggies. Let me start off by saying that I love the podcast and use it as my excuse to keep watching the Bachelor franchise, although I would probably still be watching, let's be honest. I'm a little late to listening to last week's podcast, but I wanted 
wanted to let you know that habanero peppers are absolutely dangerous. We oh. discovered this after my husband took a tiny bite of a habanero pepper. Red welts appeared almost immediately, and then he started coughing due to his throat starting to close. Oh. We raced to the ER where he was immediately taken in and given a Benadryl drip, a Benadryl drip due to an extreme allergic reaction. Oh. We are now very cautious with habanero peppers and anything hotter. Thanks for keeping me entertained and laughing every week. Trisha, that's what I thought. I was worried for those guys having to eat two whole ones. Like, I, I think thought it, that's – how can they do this to these I contestants? I don't know. See, the thing is you must clearly know – like you should be careful because I, I, I didn't even – I mean it makes sense if you're allergic and it's also that level of heat on top of it. I can't imagine. But like eat. they should make sure these people are not allergic to these peppers before they have them like – well, do you remember when we had that. that um that woman on that wrote the book, uh that Bachelor Nation book? Oh yeah. That that the contract Amy you Kaufman. sign, you you basically sign away a thing that is basically like, yeah, we don't we there's we sign away all rights, including if we die. Like, isn't that right? Isn't that on the? Isn't that oh, like? Gosh. I mean, I guess you'd have to do that if you were. I bet it just feels like. Whoa. Anyway, thanks wow. for your email. <laughs> yes, thank you. So we're gonna basically I'll say uh like five or six tweets. We'll narrow it down to two and then uh we'll pick a tweet of the week. And if you guys want to participate in tweet of the week, tweet to me, Arta Marine, M Y R I N, or Anna Hosnier, H O S S N I E H on Twitter on hashtag W Y A T R. Do it by midnight Pacific time on Monday nights, and that's how you can participate. Here we go. Here are our contestants. For tweet of the week, Jonathan Wolf at Mo Jonathan does Bashball refer to Hunter's roid rage driven predilection for sack crushing tackles or Wells Adams nut constricting hot pants? <laughs> Bashball. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I feel like I just I feel like I hurt this one, but this one was from I I took her joke accidentally. Lauren Jean Johnson at Words by Lij narrator. If you look in your playbill, you will see tonight that James will be stepping into the role of Bond villain. And she had a photo. <laughs> that's great. That's a great that's, cap. That's a great that's really good. Um, this one just made me laugh at the idea of it. This is 3D underscore Dorito at Jashel. Little known fact, many of the men on Katie's season got COVID and had to go home early. So mid-season, several men were replaced by employees of the Hyatt Regency Resort. (laughs) (laughs) There are guys where you're like... Who? Who is that? That's <laughs> just like, like the, some employee. They're like, Bobby, Bobby, you're not the bellboy anymore. Just go, just go put on this, uh, this like Miami Vice t-shirt and blazer. Um, this is from Leslie Berkowitz at Hey Leslie Bib. How did a cocktail party turn into an open shirt ukulele music video for? Connor? Oh my god, <laughs> the ukulele. <laughs> Yeah. Open oh, shirt ukulele, ukulele music video, and then he ended the ukulele thing with like, "Get like, give me a kid." Like it was like he was like <laughs> That's a very yes, saying, he one. He can't, he can't like slow it down and just let a kiss happen because he saw that he had her on the hook. She was crying. His blouse was open. His like woman's <laughs> blouse was open. And then rather than let her like have a conversation. He's always like, give me a kiss. <laughs> this is from Chaz at Thorium underscore Dragon. Lesson for future seasons. Bringing a telescope is a real asshole move, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you bring a telescope to like a like you you're in a competition reality show and you brought a telescope. I thought like about it? that because I'm check I'm like deciding about how many bags I want to pay to check right now. So I'm like, did he pay to check a telescope? Yes. Like that's. And then Kathy East at WTF Kathy. This is I've already said, but it made me laugh. Hunter is Ron Perlman and Ben Stiller's baby boy. Be nice. All right. I'm going to narrow it down. I feel like ukulele music video. Yeah. And do we like Telescope or do we like Hyatt Regency? Do we like Bond villain? What's your number two? I liked Hyatt Regency a lot. Yeah, that one made me laugh. Okay. okay. These are, all right. So we're going to narrow it down to these two. 3D underscore Dorito at Jash Hull. Little known fact. Many of the men on Katie's season got COVID and had to go home early. So mid-season, several men were replaced by employees of the Hyatt Regency Resort. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Or Leslie Berkowitz at Hey Leslie Bibb. How did a cocktail party turn into an open shirt ukulele music video for Connor? Open shirt <laughs> ukulele or employees? Nick? I, I think I'm going to have to stick with uh, Hyatt Regency tweet. Will you accept this fave? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Mitch? I'm going with the Hyatt Regency uh, tweet as well. And will you accept this RT? Wow. <laughs> Touche. All right, Tana, Hyatt Regency or open shirt ukulele music video? I think I'm going to go Hyatt Regency as well. All right. It is a sweep. 3D underscore Dorito wow. at Jasho. Little known fact. Many of the men on Katie's season got COVID and had to go home early. So mid-season, several men were replaced by employees of the Hyatt Regency Resort. You are the tweet of the week. Nick, Mitch, can I just say what a successful rookie of the season first episode. I mean, you guys really stuck your landing. This is the podcast wow. crossover that you didn't know was in your future when we shared flavors together. Where can people find you? What would you like to promote? Nick, Nick Weiger. Yeah, you know, check out Doughboys, the podcast about oh. chain restaurants. Mitch and I uh, do the show every week, and Arden has been on, graced us with her presence a number of times. It's the, the best. Um, you're the so, best. Uh, you're the best. And God, God bless you for having us. And God bless you for doing our show. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on social media at Doughboys Pod on Twitter and Doughboys Podcast on Instagram. It's the best podcast ever. Mm. It's so fun. Mitch, what do you, what same, you like to promote? Same thing Nick said, but then also check out The Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime. It's streaming right now. With you and Marilyn Rice Cub. Yeah, Mary Lynn. The, the, we were great Atlanta friends. We hung out the whole time, and uh, during during the movie, we we were good buds. That's so the movie. So, the movie's so fun. It's such a great action movie. Check it out. Mitch is great in it. I love Thank action you. movies. I love action movies. Um, Doctor Banana and I are breaking down. The Australia season uh, of Bachelorette Australia. There's two wow. sisters on our Patreon. It's so fun. It's not too late to hop on. All the episodes are up. Uh, so if you want to join, somebody has proposed that we do season two of Too Hot to Handle because they've never seen hornier people on earth. Apparently it just <laughs> dropped and they're so horny. I've never seen it. I don't <laughs> even know the name of the game, but I feel like I would be down to watch Netflix a little binge um horny festival why not i could watch Anna, that what would you like what would you like to promote anna um i would like to promote season two of two i'm just joking uh i <laughs> i'm yeah. on to handle <laughs> i am Real actually horny. Uh, uh, so horny. horny blake is on there with me um yeah 
Uh, no, just follow me at Anna Hosni on Twitter and keep sending in your tweets of the weeks. And yeah, join us on Patreon. We're down under. I couldn't do the accent. Don't forget our merch. But guess what? Most importantly, if you're like, I wanted to meet Arden in person when her book came out, but there was COVID. Well, guess what? I wanted to meet you too. Not in a creepy way. Don't stalk me. Here's what I'm saying. I've never done a live book signing because my book came out during pandemic. I am doing my very first one ever this Saturday in my hometown of Little Compton, Rhode Island at Wilbur's General Store. Um, It will be at 11 a.m. My brother Alaric and I are going to be there at 11 a.m. in the general store signing books. Then next Saturday in Westport, Massachusetts, uh, from 12 to 2.30 the 17th, I'm going to be signing books at Partners General Store at the Partners Village Store in Westport, Massachusetts. Come buy a book and get your book signed. That's it. That rolls. So fun is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, you guys. Until next time, I couldn't thank you so much for doing the podcast. Could not be more delighted to have such great rookies of the season. My name is Arda Marine. Goodbye. is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.